All right. So welcome out of the group chat. You may see that I am not with Jessica and Zach. That is because today we're starting off our little sub episodes, we're going to call it. Um, so today I'm actually welcomed by someone who I talk about a lot in that my podcast, and it's the myth, the legend, Christina. Hello. And it's also... <laughs> it's like history month, I'm just saying. This is the best one. Besides April. Don't do October. But for the next three months, I'm acting a fool. I'm screaming. The amount of okay, chaos so- I have caused today, my mom was <laughs> very disappointed in me. Listen, the next three months, they, you know what, whoever decided that Women's History Month had to be after Black History Month, horrible person. <laughs> yeah. No, me and my friends are breaking it down. I have Black History Month, then um, Women's Month, Hispanic Heritage Month, then um, Pride Month, then my birth month. Like, I think there's one more month I'm missing, but that's basically... Mine are three in a row. I have Black History Month, Women's Month, and then April is Easter and it's my birthday, so I get to act a fool as a Catholic and as a... Yeah. Oh, I'm acting a whole fool. Hopeful. But I have a question for you, Christina. What does Black History Month mean to you? I feel like we should start there. Okay. This is a very, very complex question. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it I I love to see it as a celebration of Black accomplishment. Because without Black people, we're the in this country, (laughs) garbage, garbage. So. I like I am a if you ask me anything I hate black trauma films yes I refuse to watch them I watched them once I I will tell you this do I remember watching the color purple as a child probably I did not watch it until I was like 20 mm. like myself it was probably on on tv never watched it the only part I actually remember as a child was like the little patty cake thing that was it watched it as a 20-year-old and said, never again. Yeah. 12 Years a Slave, never made it fully through. I've probably watched Django once and said, never fucking again. I mean, that's fair. I know for me, when I think of Black History Month, like, yes, I may cause my chaos, but I enjoy, like, educating people, especially after the events of 2020. Like, yes. I ta- always take it and make it a point, like, yes, I'll talk my shit, and I'll be like, it's Black History Month, you know, da-da-da-da. But my main thing is, like, y'all, I want to educate people and let them know, like, here's why it's important not only to learn all history, but, like, Black history. Because there's so much that, it's not to, like, guilt anyone. It's always to be like, look, this is what happens, and this is why maybe some people look at things different than you. Um, And, like, same, especially as an actress, um, I noticed recently this year, I've literally told my professors, and, like, when it comes to, like, acting and stuff, I refuse to do like kind of like black trauma monologues or I do not like, think that we should be okay there are certain films that I'm like everyone should be watching this but don't market it to me I know the story already like I'm and this sounds so bad say out loud I'm, I'm tired of seeing movies about Emmett Till mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing movies 
about a slave woman or like a slave man and their time. I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah. I really am. I don't like I swear my breaking point would be if they make like a George Floyd movie. That would be my breaking point. Mm-hmm. I I want to see black people like I want to see a sci-fi movie with black people. Like with Jordan Peele is knowing, love it. Mm-hmm. Because being black has like like that's the center of like the movies, but it has nothing to do with. I mean, besides Get Out, but even that, every black people's person is like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of seeing just like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to make it through. Like I love Hidden Figures. It's a great movie. Like I feel like those movies are good for education wise, but I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of tired. I'm tired of like typecasting at least for me mm-hmm. because like i don't want to play the stereotypical black girl where i'm either and like this has happened before where i'm going through casting for a show matter of fact in um last year um i didn't tell you this yeah last year i was in the middle of casting for um a new tv series they didn't air it to my knowledge but um it was called i don't even know if i can disclose this i don't care exodus um and it was kind of like um representation for all different cultures but i the only black there were only two black roles um i don't remember the main character but the other one that i auditioned for was the ghetto black girl that was literally the casting description and you had to talk a certain way like you know in the movies the hood voice and stuff and i was like this is not what i want to be be like portrayed as this is what i want don't want I work hard on like my acting and everything like that. I don't want that kind of setup for me, if that makes sense. Like I don't want that in my reel of things and be like, well, she did really good in this role. I don't want to be known as playing a really good black quote quote ghetto girl. That's not. And so like this year, I literally was like, oh, I'm tired of all the race pieces because you know, I'm tired of like kind of digging up that trauma that I've I've buried for so long being a black woman, um, like having to dig that up for a role and then putting myself in that scenario and being like, this is terrible, but this could very much happen. Mm-hmm. And I like, I went to like our BSU meetings or BSU stands for Black Student Union, mm-hmm. um, and somebody brought up a really good point, and I. And I agree with this, just not on like a black level, but like as a TV, especially cartoons and these shows for children level of back in the day, like the shows our parents were like Martin, Living Single, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they were like, they were just TV shows. Like they, every so often they would have like an episode about something serious and like a lesson was taught. Like I remember uh, French Prince of Bel-Air when they were talking, when um, Will and Carlton got arrested and he, Mm-hmm. Uncle Phil went to go, you know, use that lawyer. Lawyer is in him to get them out. We saw things like that. We saw absentee black fathers. But these shows, not like the new Proud Family like show, or like especially these shows on like Disney Channel. Why is there a lesson being taught every single episode? I don't need like blackish, mixedish, mm-hmm. um, grownish. Y'all are teaching a, a a less like a deeper living life message in them, and it's like. Something I just want to put on a TV show to put on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch, sit there and li- like watch the character go through the same shit I'm going through. Yeah. In the sense of like, I don't need to see 
a black girl going to a PWI and experiencing racism every day. I love it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Can yeah. I see her like doing shit? I don't need her to be like, oh, look at what I accomplished and what I've gotten through. Okay, good. I don't need to see all of that. Just let me know you made it through. Like, I feel like we're lacking so much black joy in these in these shows that it's kind of like, all right, I don't want to watch it. There is, and it's like, I don't. I also don't want it. Like, my goal, especially as a, that we're gonna go ahead and say, director, actress, is I. I'm tired of seeing that because that's all we've seen. Like, obviously, not every single show, but like majority of them are like you see the black character going through some kind of trauma, like you said, you know, absentee father, um, you know, this, that, and the third, but it's like, it's not only like seeing that, but it's like, it could very much teach a lesson to like younger generations. Like, that's okay. You know, I saw this person doing on this TV show. I don't see an issue now. That's obviously not someone's mindset. I would hope. This is also a controversial, like opinion of mine, but I feel like, shows like this create chronically online kids mm-hmm. and we're seeing that now where these kids are like well no it needs to be this way because i saw it on this one show and that one show resonated with me so therefore you must have the same resonation as i do so therefore it must be this way shut up <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm sick and tired of it like we have these teenagers and it's sometimes not even teenagers these are young adults as well these are mm-hmm. kids our age and it's just like, get off the internet. Stop following these shows. Live in real life. Because some, I'm not going to lie to you, some of the stuff that happens does not happen to an everyday black person, does not happen to an everyday LGBTQ person, does not happen every day to a Hispanic person. We're aspirating these little situations and trying to make it real life. And it's like, no, that it happens. Yeah. We're not going to deny that it doesn't, but... It's not something that needs to be, be like... And it's not something that needs to be like... Not every like shown 24-7. Yes. Like, can I just see someone getting in trouble for going to the mall and buying something raunchy? Can I just see that? That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to see that. Like, I'm sick and tired of like, oh, I got racially profiled at the mall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Girl. I mean, it's just what we live in. And I think that's why it's important that people really truly take the moment to educate themselves during Black History Month. They should really do it all the time. But here's the thing, it's not our job as black people to educate you on Black History Month. There's enough there's enough books, there's enough plays, there's enough movies, there's enough TV shows, there's enough songs. There's enough everything for you to know. Not you getting a whole text. That's my mother. That's Tanisha number two. Oh, yeah, so for our viewers, our listeners should I say, so me and Christina, we a little backstory. So me and her became friends summer twenty twenty one. No, twenty twenty two. Well, we knew of each other when I first started working at mm-hmm. Deja's old job. Well, Deja's job, I quit. Yes, yes. Got out of there. We're not gonna give them no. But uh, yeah, so we started working together. I'm oh yeah, because I was already where I'm at right now, and so you were already like, interned when I came in. Mm-hmm. So me and Christina, we slowly got close, and then over this past summer, like her and I got closer and closer to a point where I'm like, if I don't call her every day, I'm like, or she doesn't call me, I'm like, there's something wrong. Yeah. And so um, we later found out that not only are our mom's names Tanisha, 
Love you, mom. I know you don't listen to this, but love you, mom. Oh, my mother's definitely not listening to this. Just like podcasts <laughs> and all. But then we found out that my mom's birthday is July second, and yours is your mom's birthday is fifteen. And they were born the same year. Yeah. So my mom's Tanisha number one, and my mom's Tanisha number two. And it's weird. It, it's just one of those little quinkinks. <laughs> it really is. It really is. And you know what? You've already become my mom's favorite child. Okay, like this morning, I was begging my mom, I'm begging my mother to buy me the Renaissance World Tour tickets. And she was like, okay, well, I know I have to buy two because I know Deja's going to go. Like, it wasn't even a thing of like, okay, one ticket enough is expensive. It's like, I have to buy two because if you're going, I know Deja's going. And I can't just let you buy your ticket and not buy Deja's ticket. I got to buy both tickets. And the whole time I said, who the fuck? Who's we? Deja did not give a damn. Deja's like, yeah, Deja's going. Mm-hmm. I don't get to say anymore. <laughs> like my like my mother's thing is like I'll tell she'll like be like where are you with Deja oh end of questions. My mom has done to the point where she asks where you are and I'm like she's at her house. <laughs> like it is just it's one of those things where it's like like our my sister actively acts for Deja sometimes and it's like why all you do is say her name and then scream on the phone. Because I'm iconic, thank you. Maybe it's like the demonic parts of Yatsu, just like that scream connects it, and it's like, all right, I'm good, bye. I'm not that bad. I'm not. I've doled out a little. Yeah. You have your moments. They hit me in the face with a Twizzler this morning. <laughs> and you Why? ate that Twizzler. <laughs> I did eat it. Matter of fact, I ate the rest of them, like, literally, like, two minutes before we got on this. That, I feel like that's the epitome of our relationship, though. Like, she'll yeah. come in to, like, where she, like, goes to work, and she's like, why are you here? You and the first question in my mouth was like, mm-hmm. did you eat? Did you eat yet? And her answer, no. Okay. Listen, life lesson is I shouldn't be an adult, because the way I forget to eat, I'll be like, oh, that's kind of important, huh? Deja's thing is to make sure I drink water and take my meds. Did you? I drank water today. Did Christina Martin. I didn't eat I didn't take my meds because I didn't eat a full meal. I've been in classes or studying and doing homework all day, so me yesterday. <laughs> I'm so mad about that movie. So, for context, I, I have a class, um, I think I told the podcast before, I have a class on Tuesdays from 6 to 9. I actually went yesterday. Be so proud. I went to class. I woke up from the most scrum dillyumptious nap. Like, it was the nap where I woke up confused, and I thought I missed class. I go to class, sit down for this hour and a half silent film, and it took me maybe an hour into the movie to see that this entire film was about a battle against the North and the South about and during the Confederacy. And the South won that one singular battle. And I said, why would you show this to me the day before February 1st? We were trying to get it out of the way. Yeah. Very much so. It was one of those... Like, okay, today in my class, and I, I made eye contact with another... I had to. He had to see me. My professor was like, do you guys know what tomorrow is? And someone was like, Groundhog's Day. He's like, okay. If you see a shadow, I still want to see you for next class. And I was looking around like, 
We just gonna totally disregard what month it is. Y'all talking about Groundhog's Day? <laughs> and I was just like, mm, first of all, sir, you were 10 minutes late to class. Five more minutes, like, I would have been scot free. Could have went home, taken a nap. Like, yeah. and someone had the nerve to go open the door and hold the door open for him. They were trying to I would have delayed that even more. <laughs> Could not be me. Could not. I would be like, well, it's 15 minutes. Oh, you're right there. Well, sir, it's past the deadline and I'm going home. Uh-uh. Like, mm. But the funny thing is, Jessica, she actually Venmoed me $2.01 and said, Happy Black History Month. She did for every, uh, everything. Uh, this more, so I, I'm a psych major with a women and genders so in sexuality studies minor. So, mm-hmm. no. Um, and I was talking to one of my friends. I had her in a pre- we were in a previous class together, and so we're in the same class, sitting next to each other. And I was like, I feel like my tuition should be three fifths the price because technically my ancestors were considered three fifths a person for LSU, <laughs> so therefore <laughs> I should get a discount. <laughs> just saying, give me another refund check for February. Like Beyonce tickets just dropped. I need another refund, please. Uh uh-uh. uh, no, no. Come on now. No, ma'am. We are at the wrong university. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. First of all, I just want to also, like, I honestly, we go to a PWI. We do have black organizations on campus. Mm-hmm. But this month seems like they're lacking. The AACC had, like, some food. It was, I like, forgot to go. and chicken. I went with Maddie. Mm-hmm. It was okay. I mean, I could only have the mac and cheese. The chicken was okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, like, decent. Mac and cheese could have been a little seasoned more. She said the jambalaya was good. I could not have it. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, mm. our BSU was lacking a Black History Month. <laughs> Thanks. Come on now. Why are we not doing something? No, you know who had good food today? Um, you would have liked it. The faculty club. It was like. I saw you on Life 360 and you went and I said, this bitch. Well, it was in the middle of class. Like, I had an hour between classes. But they had, like, it was full-course Jamaican food. Jer- and you want to text me? I wasn't in class. I was I sitting in the office doing homework. I don't know your schedule. But it was, like, jerk chicken, this, like, Jamaican coconut pasta. Um, you couldn't taste the coconut, though. Then, I know um, you couldn't. <laughs> then this Jamaican beef stew. Um, they, they had a bunch of stuff. And next time, I know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was so good. Like, I ate that whole plate without drinking anything. And I said, I'm about to go for seconds. And they're like, Deja, we have class in 20 minutes. I said, Dr. Fletcher's going to have to catch me next class. I ended up going to class. But it was, like, it was well season two. Like, I don't want to go without you. So I'm like, well, I'll just wait for Deja. And what this bitch do? Go with Alex. My friend Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, I know you listen to this, too. Ronnie paid for it. Because I said, Ronnie... What month is it? Well, and she's like, I eat lunch. Huh? How much is it? Um, they take paw points. I think $10, but I think they also make take oh. tender swipes. Oh, yeah, I think they do for like lunch. But it's like but $10. It's yeah. Hmm. Especially because I can go in there and get a drink before class. It 
if you if you keep, well, you guys can't see. If you, they're watching this in the video, me and Deja having a full conversation with just our eyes. We know exactly what the fuck. We share a brain cell. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I, said, I think I have two brain cells. One's with Christina. One is either with Jessica or Zach. I think Zach has a brain cell, honestly. Me and Deja could just look at each other and it's like, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know exactly what she's talking about. I know exactly what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I got it. But you can't catch when I'm about to kick you off your own bed. Uh-oh. You know, other people would think this relationship is very abusive. Christina, be so fucking for real. Wait, Deja hits me randomly. She's like, you know, I could just kick you off your bed right now. And then looks at me and goes, but I won't. I know this gleam in her eyes of this. Now she wouldn't expect it. No, I tell you to not let my intrusive thoughts win. And also, they're love taps. All right? Love taps. They all, I don't hug you. I don't hug anyone. That is true. We've only hugged twice. Yeah. No. Once. I'm about to Recently. say, twice is pushing it. I want to call, yeah, I actually, I wouldn't call the first one a hug. That was more like a, Right. And that must have been when I picked you up at the airport. Yeah. The second one was when you came over when I got home. <laughs> I cooked you dinner. Damn. I wouldn't even call that really a hug. We literally, all we did was wrap our arms around each other and started jumping in front of the, from the gym. Uh, never again. No, it feels very weird to hug. Like my friend friends. Because I'm like, alright. If someone asks me, do you have a picture of you and Deja together? <laughs> I have the one from <laughs> from when we were supposed to go to the Kappa party and we were dealing with that mess. Oh my gosh. We have been through a lot, haven't we? In just this school year. Yeah. Especially yeah, we have most significantly Mitch McConnell. Oh my gosh. Do not ask for context why we call this girl Mitch McConnell. Just know. <laughs> Oh my god. She's yeah, exactly. Um this person I'm not gonna give context of background, but um she's a common person that me and Deja do not like. Um I started it apparently because I tried to be her friend and I just didn't like her. Yeah. Um so we're still dealing with that, mostly me, because I was the common denominator between these two people and which I did not put you in the middle of yeah I I was an exponent I was a separate number a separate variable of this situation and this variable took me and put me underneath to whatever was going on and honestly I just was not I didn't I really did I hate being involved in other people's situations like am I a nosy person yes I will ask because I'm a, I, 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 I live for drama. I don't like being in drama myself. Because to me, I don't... I really don't care. Yeah. I'm the type of person to be like, someone like, I don't... This person said they don't like you. Okay. What do you want me to do about that? 
Oh, this person is talking shit about you. Okay, she can't say it to my. They, they're not saying it to my face. So what am I supposed to do about that? I really like. I'm really very much like that. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I will not lose sleep. I will not lose hair. I don't sleep peacefully. Exactly. Like that pillow right there. Yeah, slept peacefully while she was going on about me. I unblocked her and I found a voicemail. I didn't listen to it. I deleted it. You should have. I should have, but I didn't want to waste any more energy because, you know, we know how Mitchie can get transcripts and read it, huh? We know how Mitchie can get. That is true. I don't need, I don't need to deal with her any more than I already have to. That is true. Being a bigger person is very hard. I am not built for this shit. Um, I am also very much the type of person that you go low, I go to hell. I don't do that home Michelle Obama shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Because my thing is, why the hell am I going to compliment you and try to move past it? And bitch, no. You're not going to try to... Hey, listen, you're going to drag me down, I'm going to put you in the ground. Try me. There's also why we and Deja cannot be, we cannot be together with that whole situation. Are you mad at me? Oh my gosh. Yeah, the trauma we have been through this entire school year. The trauma we have shared together. Yeah, no, matter of fact, Southern Game. Southern Game recently. You recently. Yeah. uh, I just see her face and I get disgusted, but you know. Well, not that, but you know. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. But. Speaking of the Southern game, I'll never forget. That was a core memory for me. It really is. I, I miss that. Like, that moment has just been solidified. It's like what, um, it's like that new TikTok trend where it's like, it has like that Drake over, like violin cover, and they're putting, like, that right there is solidified in my head. No, I just remember waking up saying, where's my green wig? <laughs> I could not find that wig for, what? Two months after that, and then I found it in my trunk. Mm-hmm. I can't wear that wig anymore. Also, um, the time we went to Splash, that was also the day that Andy broke up with you. But it was like us. But it was also the like whole thing with me and my whole situation. Not Andy breaking up with me at Splash. That was a very low point for both of our love lives. I don't know what the hell was going on that night. Okay, let me re-explain. Because I don't know if I actually explained it on the podcast. If I did, you're just going to have to hear the whole story again. Um, me and Andy, you're, it's going to take you forever to try to find this kid. So good luck. Um, <laughs> so I, I've, I've mentioned in, I want to say, previous podcast. And I'm very picky on when I introduce my friends to um, my significant other. And so that night, me and Christina became much closer. So I was like, I want you to meet Andy. Because, you know, she's heard me talk about how great this guy was. Yada, yada, yada. And so he drove from my hometown in Texas. Stayed in a hotel. So that way we can, you know, hang out. And he can meet Christina. And Michael was there, too. And I think Isabel? I don't know. That girl, bless her whole, whole, whole heart. But um, right as we're sitting outside, I'm waiting for him. I get the text saying, it's not you, it's me. 
And Christina can confirm, I did not cry. I said, let's go take shots. And that's what we I did. also will say, as this is all going on with Deja, I'm having my own situation going on because I don't want to use his real name. So we're going to use his text name. So 22, that's his text name. Mm-hmm. Um, he, this was a whole situation ship going on at the time. Yeah. And he had told me he was not, I didn't know he was going to be there. And I was very much like, with Deja, like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, did not know he was going to be here. And he kind of like ignored us for a hot second. No, and but then he got mad. He got mad when we said, let me pretend to be like the girl. Yeah, so Deja was like all on top of me. We were making a whole thing about it. We said, but this also had to be like 90s night. Because we were both dressed up like 90s. We yeah. were. It, had, it was 90s night. And I just remember him, like, I remember we were on the stage and he was like talking to some girl. And me and Deja just booty clapping, getting it all up there. And then he was just trying to stage too. Yeah, and there was a drag performance. And so he was like standing behind me. Deja noticed this and like slid her little body in between us and was holding on to me. And he looked pissed out of his mind. He was. annoyed that Deja had just and then he tried to like text me afterwards like nothing happened no 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 because we posted a picture on your story and and you he was like who is she and I said (laughs) I'm trying to stir up drama I was like tell him it's the girl coming home with me tonight we have really put that man through the ringer that's well deserved yeah (laughs) well deserved lord all of my team. Because then, not even, like, what, what I want to say two months later, I come mm-hmm. back during summer, and I think he told you he was somewhere else. Like, he wasn't yeah. still in Louisiana. So, he had told, at this point, we were still talking, but we weren't talking as frequently. Because um, I went back home to New York, and he was mm-hmm. there. And he had told me he was going to be, I think he was going to be, like, at Tigerland or some other club, bar. No, because I remember you said he wasn't even supposed to be in Baton Rouge. Yeah, he was supposed to be out, like, with some friends. He was not supposed to be there. He's, I think he told me he was going to New Orleans, and then he was like, well, we probably won't go to New Orleans. You know, it was really late. We were probably going to go to some other, like, Target Land or some bar. I forgot yeah. the name of it, you know, and I was like, oh, hey, whatever. Yeah, and so there. I'm at Splash, and I, like, turned my head because I'm with a whole other group of friends, I turn my head and I'm like, eh, it's 22. So I immediately text Christina and I, don't, I didn't think he would recognize me, but he did because I was trying to go confront him because I'm like, you're lying to my friend. And he kept running off and he was with this girl who looked very similar to Christina. So I'm texting Christina, I'm snapping photos and I'm telling the girls like I'm with like, oh my God, like this man is in a whole situation with my friend, da 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 da. And then as we're like leaving and I'm trying to catch this dude, I notice he's gone. So I'm like, oh, he must have left because he was scared. So we're sitting outside of the bar and, you know, we're all getting ready to go. He walks out and my friends were like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And I said, y'all, that's 22. And then I said, oh, my God, he's so ugly now. Yeah. And then I think 
a week or two after that, he got into the relationship with this the person Deja saw him at Splash. Her looking like Christina yes. number two. Yeah, and then um, right when school started, <laughs> apparently they broke back. They broke up. <sighs> he tried to get back in, so he broke his own back that night. What I'm gonna say. I forgot all about that. I, that I won't let you live it down. <laughs> oh my god! Is this gonna follow us? This is this is gonna follow us for the rest of our lives. Great. I'm saying. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, we have been through, we've been through a lot together. I like that though. Like you know. It feels like we went through six years of trauma, but it's only not even been a full year. Yeah. <laughs> it was like every day something else happened, and I was like, you know what? What if I drop out? I have thought the same. And then I remember, mm, I got goals to make before the age of 30. Gotta speed this shit up a little bit. I don't think I do. Honestly, I didn't expect to be here this long. Deja. I didn't no, know what no, no, like huh? I didn't expect to be where I am. If you ask me this stuff like at sixteen, no, I wouldn't I, I would not be here where I am. Like I would probably be like on Broadway. I'd probably be like at a dance company. I'm probably getting like a dance degree. I would not be here. I didn't think life actually continued after 18. And then I turned 21 this year and I said, oh, what do I do now? I'm about to turn 21. I can't. I tell people, I'm like, physically, my body is like 18. Mm. Mentally, I'm at like a 27, 28. Actual age, 20, because COVID and college has aged me. Like, I work, I currently work, like, at a freshman dorm. And, like, when I'm asking them, like, oh, my God, what are you going to do for the weekend? And they're, like, talking about going out and going to parties and doing all this stuff. And I'm just here, like, oh, I'm going to be in my bed. <laughs> like, I hope work. I'm literally so barred out. Like, I said it last podcast yeah. episode. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, everything that's happening, I just don't see the joy anymore at least at the bars we're going to yeah because for those who don't know um state of louisiana you can go to a bar at 18 you just can't drink the rule is i actually figured out the law you can drink in your household if the alcohol was bought by someone who was 21 Mm -hmm. at 18 and then 21 is when you can like obviously legally buy a drink and you can walk around the streets with alcohol. Found that out recently. Yeah, Deja's gonna have to hold my drinks for Mardi Gras. Ugh, Mardi Gras. If we even make it <laughs> at this point. Like, every time I hear or see other people talking about it, it don't seem like anybody's going. Everybody's like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck New Orleans at this point. No one's going for Mardi Gras. I think it's because most people have already gone. I haven't gone. Well, okay, I went freshman year with my mom. That sounds really weird to say, but it was like a one-night kind of thing because she was coming with her friend and 
they were like, oh, let's stop by Deja. And then they just kind of took me along. I didn't do anything. I was just like sitting in their hotel room while they went to go drink on Bourbon Street. And then sophomore year, it was canceled because of COVID. Last year, that's when I got purged from my classes the first time. And I went home to Texas and I went to TCU's campus and had a party there. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, senior year, might as well go out with a bang, finally go. Yeah. My freshman year, it was canceled because of COVID. Um, sophomore year, I worked. I, I really just, like, it was still like COVID. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, eh, not much is going on. Also, it wasn't like, I just did not trust certain people to, like, go with. I was like, no. Yeah. No. I don't know, y'all. Um, and now I re- I want to go at least once before I graduate because who knows when we stuck at LSU. <laughs> like, I really had to, like, sit down and realize, like, oh, shit, I got a plan for the next stage. This is my life. Like, now. How do you think I feel? Everyone's asking me, what are you doing once you graduate? Are you going to grad school? No. Well, I am. I have to start getting my GRE shit together, applications together. I have to start mosing up to people to get my letters of recommendation. I got to start getting service hours. I'm not ready for none of this. Unfortunately, I, I'm not. Because um, I know Zach is prepping for the MCAT. Go Zach. Jess has one more semester. And then she, I think she's also going to... She hasn't really told me, but I think she's also going to go the same route as Zach. And then there's little old me saying, no, I'm going straight into the workforce. <laughs> well, at least you have a job. I have two lined up, possibly staying here or um, somewhere in California. Yeah. Um, if you go to California, I'm following you. No, for not. school. Okay, this might sound weird, but, like, I can fathom being in New York without Deja, but Deja being in a whole other state as me, to me, is like, the fuck? Why the fuck would you do that? What are you going to do if I end up Georgia? Virginia has a really good research program. <laughs> University of Virginia, Virginia Tech. Why would I go to Virginia? I would be in Virginia. I could drive to Georgia, to you. With what car? Okay, hopefully by that point I'll have my driver's license. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. I don't like wherever I go. I'm going to need a car. So, Lord Almighty, Lord, help me. But I do miss quarantine though. I I miss my classes being online. I I am very much like an I am very much like an independent studier. Mm. I like I don't mind my classes, but like. When someone's talking to me and I'm trying to also take notes, I can't comprehend what's being said to me. I have to be like in my own little enclosure to yeah. study. And sometimes being in the classroom just does not work out. Mm-hmm. Now, just, I, like I miss quarantine, quarantine, like when the world shut down because like then everything was kind of fun because it's like, you know, even though I was in classes and I'll never forget, I have, like, a Snapchat video of me flipping out because I had, like, this six-page paper for this class. Because um, for theater, you have to take a certain amount of practicums. And because we went online and this practicum was solely based off projects you're doing, he was like, you have to read this book 
and then you have to write a six-page paper, Times New Roman's um, 12 font, but one-inch borders, single space, right? So I'm like, a matter of fact, I think I spent three days on it, like, trying to do it. I didn't read the book. I should have, but I didn't. And I ended up, like, basically, like, just copying, like, majority of that thing was, like, words from the book and me trying to justify why it's right. I got a hundred on it, right? And then I find out my other friend who was in the class, she was like, oh, yeah, I did that. I only submitted one page and he still gave me a hundred. I said, three days gone to waste. But it was like my makeup looked my best. My hair looked my base, my best. My acne was my, like, it wasn't as bad as it is now. I feel like now it's just stress acne. But, like, I was living my best life in quarantine. Like, also, I'm not a people person. So it was nice to be in my room alone and be like, don't talk to me. Kisses. That's true. I am, I, well, I would never say I'm not a people person. I just, if I don't know you, you're being a fake version of me. Like, did I get a fake version of you? No. Deja gets to whatever comes out of here. No, I'm talking about when we first started, like, becoming friends. No. I think what it was, like, in the office, certain people, I kept the level of professionalism with. You never kept professionalism with me. Hell no. You, Christian, Phil, Danny. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) I was like, what are they going to (laughs) do? I had no jurisdiction, so. Me and Christian had beef for, like, a good while when we first met. (laughs) Into, like, my site, like, and then we got really, like, I won't say, like, really close. That sounds weird, because he was my boss. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was always, like, there were times where I was always, because I have, like, the lightest schedule-wise out of everyone, because I was so lucky that majority of my classes were online anyways, or, like, mm-hmm. Zoom classes. So, I was always in the office, and, like, I was, like, the go-to person for, like, oh, I need someone to do this tour. Go to this tour. Oh, I need you to do this call campaign. Do this call campaign. Oh, I need you to talk to this person. Go talk to this person. Mm-hmm. So I got close to him because I was always in his office. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up. So, Christina, first I'd like to thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, you know, great way to start off Black History Month, but the month of February. Right. Um, but I do want to ask you this before closing off. What is one goal you are hoping to achieve this month in any context? It's a very broad question. Um, I feel like this semester is a semester. For me, it's, it's feeling very much like this is the time to be me. Like, I'm going to be out. I'm going to be out. It's hot girl summer. Um, and I don't mean that in a way of, like, I want to go out to parties, I want to do this, da, 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 But I have come to realize, like, life is, time is going to continue. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, I'm going to wait until I do this. I'm going to wait until I do No. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> it is, but, like, to me, it's very much like it is what it is. Like, if I want to go to a concert, I'm going to a concert. If I yeah. want to go out for my birthday, I'm going out. If I want to go buy something... I'm going to go, if I have the money, I'm going to go buy it. Like, I'm not going to wait for the moment to pass me by and then say, well, I should have done that. I should have done this. Mm-hmm. I wish I had done that later. Like, when I get older, like, no, I'm not going to wait till my 40s to be like, okay, now it's time for me to live my life. Ma'am, you just wasted 40 years. I'm not doing that. Yeah. 
Except Deji trying to is trying to over here get me to make her a rich auntie. Do we have time for the whole rich auntie talk, Miss Girl? I'd rather not this follow me <laughs> if for whatever reason this person ever hears this podcast. Just know I my goals in life are to have Christina become a mom. Every time she says no to her child, I say yes and buy a bigger and better and more noisy version of whatever it is. Just yeah. to tick her off. Yeah. That's what I do. I was well, like, that is the, that's the epitome of our relationship. Though. I feel like that is literally it. Yeah. Deja's the only one who gets to call me names. Somebody else calls me names, they just fighting. Yeah. They just fighting, I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to answer her phone call or have her answer the phone and be like, what a big head. Take notes. Yeah. If a man calls me that, oh, on site is on site. You get mad when I don't call you big head. I know, but see, it's just because it comes from you. <laughs> Anybody else, fuck out of here with that shit. I had a guy once call me Chris, and I was like, the fuck you, who do I have? It's not how that works. I don't know you like that, for you to be calling me my, my nickname, sir. Mm. My name is Christina. If my name was supposed to be Chris, my mother would have made it Chris. But it's not. Only certain people get to call me that. Period. Alright, well, that's it for this um, episode. I hope y'all enjoy. And Christina, again, thank you so much. You'll probably see her more on my little solo podcast episodes, question mark. But until next time, we're going back into the group chat. Adios. Bye.